0: Welcome to the All-Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-puma junkie. Hey guys, I'm coming to you from the Vantastic Life studios today here currently in Manson, Washington, and this podcast I'm going to be talking about my thoughts and results from the Fasting Mimicking Diet, which is the third round or third time that we've done it. This time we had five people in the Get Better Project doing it together, which is really fantastic because we were able to support each other and have a good time with kind of like making jokes and fun about how little we had to eat and how we were feeling. And it was just great to have that support system in there, which is awesome. Before we get into this, the interesting thing about the podcast today is that we have actually four different types of stats. And that's what we're going to go over in this podcast is the results. So if you ever thought about doing a fast or the fasting mimicking diet by Prolon, this will give you some more information about the actual stats that we have from our Whoop straps. So 3 of us have that have stats that have been reported. Actually 4 of us, 4 of us were using the whoop. And uh, they're, I just asked people if they'd be okay with reporting their information to me so that I could share it on the podcast today. And one person, there's only one person that didn't want to share their stuff, which I don't know why because they also had great results, but that's all right. I just don't have the exact results from them. But if you ever thought about doing a fast, there are many benefits of doing it. And I've talked about them before in the podcast. I'll put in the show notes. You can see access to my other podcast, which I've done where I actually took blood testing before and after. We didn't do the blood testing before and after. This time we did more subjective and whoop, HRV, sleep, and uh, resting heart rate data, which is also going to be very interesting. And we got all pretty much positive results. There was only one little negative piece of result in there and I'll go over that in a little bit, but this would be great for you guys to follow along to see what kind of information that we got from doing the prolonged Fasting Mimicking Diet and I highly encourage you to reach out if you have any questions about this for yourself because I know that there are probably a lot of questions about why you would do it or like how certain things work when you're doing the Fasting Mimicking Diet AKA FMD is what people will put it down. So if you ever see somebody say that they did the FMD, it's the, the uh, acronym for Fasting Mimicking Diet by Prolon. And also I should note that Prolon and L-Nutra are pretty much like uh, the same thing or combined. So if you see L-Nutra, it's also associated with Prolon. And I'm not exactly sure how that whole relationship works, but just so you know that there is a... A link between those two things. So without further ado, let's jump right into this and let you guys know uh, some of the information that we gathered while doing this five-day fasting mimicking diet. So we started the diet on a Sunday, which for us is a regular work week. So we did the five working days and we did that specifically so that we would have the two days after the fast in order to have some time kind of readjusting, doing things we wanted to do. If we felt good, we could go and eat some good food after the particular after the fast. Also, we noticed the last time we did the fast, we were able to work pretty effectively while doing the fast, but we wanted to make sure and not have any crazy days leading up to that because it's not always great to have some high-intensity stuff that you have to do before you get into the, these this fasting-mimicking diet. Lastly, we made sure that I wrote a workout plan for all five days for all of us this time around because the first time we did nothing but walk and didn't really feel all that great. Well, we it it, it was hard. Let's put it that way. It was hard. We did do some walks, and the walks were hard. And then the second time we actually lifted. So I, I did some more. Uh, I gathered more information about people who are doing the fast and like figured out how you would want to work out in order to not mess with the fast. And basically all the prolon says, you don't want to do anything that's high intensity. So no high intensity stuff. And that meant no CrossFit workouts or no high intensity, get better project workouts or anything like that. But what we did is set up a workout program where you were use, utilizing no more than five reps. So you're basically going heavy, but not like high intensity heavy. And we did a lot of walking, so longer distance walking. And if you guys would like to have access to that, just let me know and I can let you know what those workouts look like and how they went. And they're only, you know, 30 minutes or so each day moving slowly. And they help you, or at least they help us a lot to break up the monotony in the middle of the day and feel like we're doing something. So that was incredibly helpful. And they're just basic lifting days and some gymnastics stuff that's just lower rep and then up to like 30-minute to 60-minute walks each day, which we actually did three-mile 60-minute walks all five days, which was great because what we would do is before dinner we would go and do that and that would break things up. But I'm, I'm, I'm going down these rabbit holes here. So let's get to the stats, which is what you guys probably want to dig into. Very interesting stuff. Uh, everybody that weighed themselves lost a significant amount of weight. I did not... And by significant, I mean like five or more pounds, five to... Last time I lost nine pounds, I did not weigh. We didn't have a scale this time, so I wasn't able to weigh. And it's not that important to me because I don't think that it's going to be that big a deal. You know, Give it a couple... A month or so and the weight's going to come back on. But the interesting thing is about how much body fat you actually notice that you you lose. And all of us actually could see a difference in our body fat, especially around the belly. There's like a a, a big difference. Well, big difference. Some people are going to be like, well, you know, I'm really overweight and they want to see a big difference. There's definitely a difference in body fat. Like I went from, you know, skin fold measure from like, you know, this much to like half as much probably around my my belly button area there. So that's really cool. That's noticeable. Um, the Like I said, the weight difference is you know, five or more pounds for most people. It sound, I think the, the females were around five pounds weight loss and the males were, let's see if I have the stats for, so Rory was a little more than five pounds, 160 to 154.8. So there was d- definitely a significant amount of weight loss and the Interesting stuff that I'm going to get into is each day. So day one, uh, we measured HRV, resting heart rate, and respiratory rate on our Whoop straps here. For me, the, the interesting stats are that my HRV is usually, when I'm in hard training mode, around 70 is a good day, 70 to 80. And my day, so I started out actually on an uptick. So the first day, my HRV came in at 98, and then day two went down to 88, day three down to 76, so it was like putting stress on my body. Day four, I went up to 127, day five, 130, and then the day after was 116. And some really interesting stuff here is also that my resting heart rate is usually around 47, so day one is 46, day two, 48. Day three, forty-five. day four, forty-two. day 5, and 6, my resting heart rate was down to 40 beats per minute, which I haven't seen 40 beats per minute, and I don't know if I've ever seen it down to 40 beats per minute. And then the respiratory rate, which is an interesting measurement that WHOOP has added recently since the virus had started to see if people, apparently it's an indicator that you can tell if your uh, respiratory system is under fatigue or not. It started at 16.3, then went to 15.2, 15.6, 15.3, 14.9, and then it rebounded a little bit to 15.2 on day six. So that's some really interesting information here. And then I noticed on, for me, day one and day two, I had a heavy amount of brain fog and we went zero caffeine for this whole thing. So we went from having like, you know, usually for me it's like one to two cups a day down to zero. And I had heavy brain fog, did not feel motivated at all on day one. Day two was also a very similar way to that. Did not feel super energized at all, didn't really want to work. Day three, I went into it thinking, man, I scheduled some, some calls and things this day in the afternoon, and I'm not sure if I'm going to have to be able to do them. So I almost canceled them, but at about 2 p.m. on day three, I had a huge jolt in energy and focus. So I literally sat down with my computer and was about to cancel the rest of my day, when I just got this Im- massive amount of energy and focus towards what I was working on. So it was fantastic. And that actually held out for all of day four and all of day five. And from that point in day three to through uh, into the night of day five, I really didn't feel that hungry. And it was even to the point where on day four, I believe it was the dinner, I was just kind of like, well, I don't even feel like I need to eat this dinner. You know, I did it because they have these little packets that you have for each meal, which are specially designed to give you nutrition, but not break your body's sense of being in a fast. So that's what the fasting mimicking diet is that you're getting some of this nutrition that can support your body. That's not that you're not getting when you're doing a water only fast. So that it actually gives you enhanced results, but your cells are not triggered to break the fast situation or the benefits of being in a fast So, there's a fasting mimicking diet in a nutshell. So, I didn't feel even hungry until like the night of the fifth day. I did start feeling hungry again where, you know, I just wanted to eat something. But the energy stayed up significantly. And then day six is always really interesting because the energy stayed super high. I was only able to have one cup of coffee throughout the whole day. I just kind of sipped on it. I actually don't know if I even finished it because just a couple of sips and I felt like I was lit up with caffeine and focus. So it was really interesting. And that's been that same way since I stopped the fast. And this is like five days later or four days later. So it's been super interesting in that sense. Then Emily had some crazy stats here. So her HRV has always been higher, and everybody's HRV is different. Um, just based off of your genetics, you're going to have different set points for HRV. So her started off at 159, then went down to 122, 126, and then went up to 147, 163. And then on day six, it jumped to 293, which is the highest she's ever seen it craziness, right? And so her resting heart rate was at 45, then 40, then 38, then 36, then 38, then 35. She had a 35. And then the respiratory rate was 17.8, 17.2, 16.6, 16.0, 5.8, and then, I'm sorry, 15.8, and then 15.6. So her respiratory rate went down almost two breaths per minute, which is crazy. And she also reported having, you know, lower energy headache. And I I should report I had a headache on Monday or the first day, not Monday, the first day as well. And she also had a headache and then started getting mental clarity on Tuesday. So she's the second day. So she started feeling a little bit better early on and then had um, a great day on Wednesday and Thursday. I'm sorry, on day three and day four, and then had low motivation and started feeling tired on day five, which seems to be kind of a trend between, well, mine didn't set in until later in the, in the afternoon, evening time. So that's pretty interesting to note. And she felt like she had, you know, a lot of good mental clarity throughout, better than any other time that we've done the fast. And I would agree with that. Rory, who I should mention, uh, Rory Eric Hockey, is you can find him online by just searching for Rory Arakaki. That's A-R-A-K-A-K-I. And he does some health coaching. So if you guys are interested in doing uh, any kind of health coaching, check out him on Facebook at uh, Rory.HealthCoach. So facebook.com slash Rory.HealthCoach. And he's also a coach in the Get Better Project. So Rory's fantastic guy. If you guys want any general health coaching where you get on calls once a week and really work through some of the things that you're dealing with or things that you'd like to break through, you should definitely check out Rory. So, Roy started, like I said, at 160, went down to 154.8, and his HRV went from 122, 162, 198, 154, 183, and then 249 on day six. So, his was a little bit different, and then it was the lowest on day one, which is interesting because both Emily's and mine dipped down and then went back up. So, his just started lowest on day one and went up for day two, day three, and then went down. Uh, day four and five, and then jolted up on day six, which is pretty interesting. And then his resting heart rate was down on, was at 40 for day one, and then 40 for day two, and then went up to 46, and then 44, and then 37, 37. So, kind of interesting data observations, and his respiratory rate uh, actually went, well kind of in the opposite direction. He started at 14.2, then went 14.5, 14.5, 15.3, and then back down to 14.3 and 14.8. So it's very interesting data here. And he said that his day one was very hazy, had a headache, and it didn't feel too good. Uh, but hunger wasn't too much of an issue. He said he slept really great. And that was something that was interesting with us that I didn't note as well, is that I slept really great uh, day one, two, and three, and then had trouble sleeping on day four and five and actually have had continued trouble sleeping since then. And I'm not a bad sleeper. I have a pretty easy time sleeping. So it's, these things are very interesting to note and everybody's going to respond differently. So for Rory, uh, he said that he had a lot of energy, a lot of mental clarity. His um, day, day three and day four kind of continued to get clearer as he went along um, day five, he said, was his easiest day, and he said he actually felt like he could continue to go longer on day five, which is fantastic because that's what you want to get into. I felt like that early on day five, but then as we got into later of the day, on day five, I was like, I'm out. I'm ready to go eat some food. So that's interesting stuff. And then uh, Pamela didn't monitor, but she said that she had a headache on day one and didn't couldn't concentrate very well. Felt sleepy. Day two was her worst day. She had a headache again, and she had she actually scheduled a pretty heavy work day with. She had had to do some site visits and things like that. She ended up vomiting out most of the L drink that they give her. So they have this well hub, hibiscus tea that you put in this L drink. So it's this really. Like deep red color. And apparently, she lost it all and didn't do too well. But she thinks it was from over fatiguing herself on that particular day more than anything else. And then day three, she came back and felt still a little bit tired, but way better. And then day four, she felt like she had more energy. Uh, and was way more alert, still felt a little bit hungry, which I think it's normal to feel hungry all the time. And when I associate hunger, one of these interesting things is in the past, I had like feeling like someone had a rubber band or a hand around my stomach, not like my I skinned on my stomach, but inside of me, like my stomach was shrinking down like that. I didn't really feel that at all during the fast. But the interesting thing is day six and day seven, I actually felt that when I tried to eat, I felt like that clenching on my stomach, like it didn't really want the food. So if Pamela says on day five, uh, she started feeling way, way better and started leaning out as well, like she could see it leaning out, uh, way more alert, lots of energy, didn't real fe- really feel hungry at all on the last day. So we had all of these crazy positive results. Some of them are a little bit different than others. Some of them in different, uh, you know, sequences than others. And I just think it was super interesting to note how we, you know, were able to track this data and the HRVs that improved as well as the resting heart rates. And, you know, two of us had increased respiratory rate and Rory actually had a decreased respiratory rate. So it's just super interesting to see how our bodies are responding. But in all, all in all... It seems like the data that we gathered is a huge positive uh, benefit. So we, we lost body fat, increase in resting heart rate, or decrease in resting heart rate, increase in HRV, and most of have had a, an increase in uh, respiratory rate, and all of us had increases in mental clarity and mental energy. So, if that's not cool, I don't know what is. As well as the things that we're not measuring, which for me, one of the major reasons that I like to do the fasting mimicking diet is because it's shown to give you a bunch of cell autophagy, which means that your cells are basically cleaning themselves out and regenerating in a better way than they were before. There's a huge boost in stem cell production naturally on days four and five. And there's a decrease in uh, fasting blood glucose, as well as a decrease in a marked decrease in body fat. Can't lose, right? And there's been some interesting stuff that shows about how your strength comes back. You come back, can come back stronger from it and with more muscle mass. So you might, and you probably will, lose some muscle mass in that weight loss in the five days and then you will build it back stronger. And I've even noticed that even in the last couple of days that we've been done, I feel like certain things and certain in certain aspects, my muscles are looking fuller already. And it could just be that my skin is thinner because I have less fat, but either way, it's a, a you know positive win-win for sure. A side note, I would mention that we went in a little bit too hard on day six of the first day back of eating on our workout. It was just you know, we got into it and we started going and we pushed it too hard. Even though we meant to not push it too hard, sometimes it's just hard to step back a little bit. And that caused a uh, pretty big nervous system crash actually by doing that. So, uh, you know, I'd advise you to make sure that you're going to think about not jumping right back into hard training after you get done. You know, take it really easy on day six. See how day seven feels. For day seven, we actually felt really good and high energy during the workout, and that was awesome. But you know, everybody's going to be different. You need to play it by ear and see how that's going to go for you. But the positive effects of this, I think, are a huge win, very beneficial. And I hope that you guys enjoyed listening to this and seeing what we had uh, going for us, how how the struggle was, and then also the positiveness that uh, came from it. And lastly. I think that we're going to try and do this again in about four months instead of six months. We've been setting up after our massive positive results last time to do it about every six months. They say I believe it's every three to six months if you're a healthy person. But I was feeling maybe it was just with the whole virus and like the stay-at-home order or whatnot and having to have everybody kind of be on edge. And I was feeling that on edge and like unsettled for the last, I don't know, few weeks. So I'm wondering if I could... But I feel way better now, like a completely different mindset, totally relaxed. And I'm wondering if if doing that every four months might be a great reset and it's not really going to be a bad thing to do it a little bit earlier than that six-month mark. So we're going to try and do this again in about four months, like I said, and see if we can stay on point mentally and physically for a longer period of time and do the reset before our bodies and minds go to a place of not feeling so motivated. And like I said, it could have to do with the environmental factors that are all around us right now and not being able to have our normal setup and normal life but it could also be, you know, something that we could preemptively strike on with this five-day fasting mimicking diet. And I would highly recommend it. I think that the biggest takeaway for me of this is how much I am more relaxed and more focused. So, any kind of anxiety that I had or any kind of worries or non-motivation for work, I gain that back like tenfold. So, if you're feeling like you're anxious, if you're feeling like you need to lose some body fat, if you're feeling like you're unfocused and you can't like, like you snap at people really quickly, try doing this for those reasons because there's all these other benefits, you know, on a cellular level that are happening to you, uh, you know, making you younger and whatnot. But the mental benefits and the amount of like mental health that you get from this is something that I hadn't been expecting that is just amazing. So you guys, you can check out this actual kit at prolonfmd.com and I highly recommend that you do. And if you would like to join us in the Get Better Project, we are offering two weeks free of the Get Better Project, which is our fully inclusive coaching program for people that want to work out at home with zero equipment, or if you have a full gym setup, or if you just want to work out with two dumbbells and a kettlebell like we do. Actually, you only need really need two dumbbells. That's it. And that's what our setup is usually. We add a kettlebell in sometimes. But Head over to thegetbetterproject.com slash two weeks and you'll get the full program. You get the workouts every single day with the video coaching that I do for every single uh, one of the workouts as well as weekly athlete check-ins where we go over nutritional setup, we go over your sleep setup, we go over how you're st- where you're stressing about because these little things like sleep and stress are some of the biggest factors that are keeping people from actually reaching their fitness and health goals, and their mind gets messed up. So I would recommend if I see somebody that's super stressed out all the time to maybe try this fasting mimicking diet in the Get Better Project. And we're gonna do another round of it whenever we do the the fasting mimicking diet. We set up an event, we do it all together, we share our notes, and we help each other through it. So head over to com slash two weeks, and you could get started right now, today, and uh, start working with us. It's fun stuff, we'd love to have you. All right, guys. Hope this was informative for you. You can get to the show notes and all of the actual stats if you want to. If you're a visual person, you want to see them at allaroundjoe.com/slash two fifty four. That's allaroundjoe.com/slash two fifty four. And if you like this podcast, share it with a friend, give us a review, or you know, hit us up on social media. There we have it. The All Around Joe Podcast. Where we optimize your human performance for my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all around self improvement junkie. I'll see you on the next podcast.